Hey everybody, welcome back to Taboo Shit, where we talk about good shit, dumb shit, real shit, and your shit. As promised today, we have Chance to give us some a raw perspective of what he thought about the last two episodes. So this is your girl BK, and here is Chance. What's up, Chance? What's up? Been a minute. For real. <laughs> so how did you think about the last two uh, two episodes? Oh, I thought I liked them. I liked, I enjoyed hearing your perspective. And awesome. Which ones, uh, what stuck out to you that the most interesting? I would, uh, I'm really interested in, you know, the, the suffering meditation, you know, the, mm-hmm. really the meditation. The, do you the meditate? I do. Do you I find meditate. that it, it's, it's helping and soothing or? Or that you're able to do it at such a young age? Well, yeah. I uh, honestly think they should actually start, my perspective, I think they should start, you know, doing it in schools. That would be amazing, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I find it very helpful. And doing that in school, how do you think that would help uh, the students uh, progress? Well, let's say you had, like, a... Like at the beginning of the school each day, whether it's whether they learn early is elementary school or middle school, you know, mm-hmm. I believe people can do that, and I think it'll help them get a, uh, a, a balance instead of releasing oh, anger yeah. and stuff in different ways, or they have a place to come to themselves. I see. I could see it definitely. I know when I was a substitute teacher, I could totally see it working for the students in the morning. There's a lot of um, kindergartners that are very, like, all ramped up in the mornings, and um, it would be a nice way to calm, get everything calmed down before you start school, maybe. It, like, kind of yeah. brings them into the moment. That's interesting. Me, me personally, I, I meditate in the mornings most of the time. Uh, just talking. Yeah, exactly. And it's a absolute, you know, game changer if you do this every day, yeah. every morning, you know. What do you think about grounding? Grounding, like, with no shoes? Yeah. Uh, well, depending on where you live. Right. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I have stickers, I can't do it, but I'm interested. <laughs> I mean, it, it works for, you know, the beach or, you know, outside in the yeah. grass. I could totally do that at the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah, all day. Uh. <laughs> It's a, uh, I, I am very interested in it, but not that I have experienced much of it. Okay. Um, uh, so, what I said uh, in the episode, do you think suffering is a fundament, is fundamental to happiness? What do you think? Like, as, like... Do you think that suffer, that the human has to suffer, as, and it's fundamental for them to suffer, to then find, to, uh, you have to suffer for happiness I, to uh, I, to experience happiness. I would have said absolutely because how do you know what is happy? What makes you happy if you don't know what first makes you sad? But I thought it was a very interesting perspective he had about that. What do you think? Yeah, it's. I think of it as whenever you experience happiness, whether it's your first time ever you wouldn't really know that emotion, like you said, without knowing the other emotion. Right. The opposite. 
Exactly. And, and then also he says um, suffering is the result of caring about things um, you cannot change. Now, and changing what you care about to things you can change. Like caring about yourself, caring about things that you have yeah. control over. Which is interesting also, but do you think that's saying to not choose to care about family? I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think that's, everybody's kryptonite is their family. Uh, family is a, uh, of course you can't choose them and you have to navigate how to communicate with them if they're not of the same wavelength as you, but you can, uh, I see that as you can, you can make a change, but you can't, you can't change people like in your family, yourself, they eventually they're still their own people i mean they're still their right own i'm just saying like can you change your focus to not care about your family oh. is that possible um. see that's art can you and then he says that it's 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 possible through meditation by exiting yourself out of your um physical body and in, in this physical 3d world uh, I think there is truth to that because I know only from what I've heard of or seen, you know, these these yogis and uh, they practice that, that his meditations and hours in on and days in on, you know, mm -hmm. and I can definitely see that to where they don't care. I mean, if their family is, you know not around or whatever even if they were well I something happened how... to them is what i'm saying like suffering is like when someone dies so if you know so when um and so say to not care about someone dying is almost is i mean i guess the meditation is to exit yourself out of this realm and, and allow um and allow society i mean not society sorry the universe to uh, to have faith in the universe to um, yeah. take care of them I know that being a Christian that's that's something that um, I learned w uh, through the peace of God it's just a very interesting thing uh, just allowing uh, the divine to have control and not myself whatever the divine yeah. is to anybody it's just the divine you know it's just a, having acceptance of yeah uh, that's, that's essentially what uh, the, you know they're doing mm -hmm. is trusting the divine and we uh we repeat the same, um, if, 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 you know, if something happens to your family, I could see it as they're in, you know, what, what, whatever the religion is, whether it's Christianity, you know, you could say they're in a better place, or whether it's you trust in the universe, uh, you can just say that we're all one, and, you know, I, I think it gives a cushion. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if you lose somebody, I can, I can, I can see how meditation would, would definitely get you away from that and make you more at peace. It, and even, I personally find meditation can help out with mostly anything in life because we repeat the same thought patterns every day, or, you know, for the most part. And meditation disrupts this and restructures that pattern. Oh, nicely Whether, said. Nicely said. Yeah. 
reprogramming starts with, starts with conscious work, and mm-hmm. if you start thinking consciously about what's going on, whether if somebody dies, think about it consciously rather than their their physical isn't here anymore on this earth. They're they're but if you think about it consciously, you know, you you think about it differently than most people would. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I see that it's a. Uh, I see that it's just a way to accept it and accept the universe mm-hmm. as it happens because you can't control it. Right. I think it's. Fun- that's definitely. I- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say I think it can be. I think it's a fundamental practice for, you know, people for everyone if they yeah. are open to it. I agree. I think it is something that we all need. We we're so distracted by society and 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 everything that it throws at us all the time. I mean, do oh, yeah. we really have any of our thoughts of our own? You know, it's kind of, kind of, uh, it's kind of creepy when you think about it. <laughs> or yeah. Do we think our own? Like, maybe not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um. That also takes me to the next point. So, of uh, you know that I believe that we're all here. You know, we we didn't ask to be here. None of us. You know, we yeah. were brought into this world, and I just believe that we're all here trying to get to the same pl- I mean get through this life just like anybody else and that we are all on the pretty much the same page just tr- you know trial and error trial and error but I feel like you know our um, society and our um, this history all brings up about putting parents on these pedestals but you know back in the day they um, they used to um, kids used to get married at 15 you know like and and the parents would support them and teach them how to be adults by this age right and yeah. and nowadays they want the kids to be kids because you know we have a lot longer lifespan now so it's different but however i feel like you're a kid and then nobody listens to you until you're like 40. <laughs> it's like you know i feel like there's this huge gap where there's this ego time where nobody wants to ask questions everybody wants to be right and and everybody is losing something out of gaining or out of growing oneself <laughs> between this time of, yeah. you know like and I feel like if, if people thought, like parents didn't put themselves on pedestals where everything they do is right, but everything, you know, anything against us is wrong. Why don't we just all work together? I don't know. It's just, it's just like if everybody was like, I know that growing up, just putting my parents on a pedestal and stuff. I mean, all that did was make me even more bitter, more angry. If they fell off their pedestal, because I always got ripped a new one. If I fell off my my throne, and I was always assumed to be, you know, uh, messing up or, or not doing the right thing because I'm a kid. You know, and then you try to get your um, independence when you're uh, when you become an adult, and then you're just a little too young. You know, like it's just yeah interesting. I, I, I see that as a uh, a cycle of the times, I guess you could say. I won't. I think uh, we should change that because I feel like I mean, how are millennials and and how are we supposed to gain understanding into things if we can't ask questions without oh, yeah. feeling you know like oh well they'll think you know like, like so many people are so worried about what other people think nowadays and and it matters nowadays even by what you look like people judge you i, I mean it's just it's awful yeah it, I, I believe there needs to be a change there too mm-hmm. absolutely uh so i'm not sure how we can even implement but i'm hoping that's what we, what we can do with taboo shit though too because i'm an elder millennial you're a younger millennial you know yeah. you're you're freshly new adult millennial and I am 31. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> uh, I'm still a millennial. I'm, like, I'm an 88. 
Anyway. <laughs> I, I see it as I see it as parents aren't living in the same playing field as us. Exactly. Um, exactly. Great way to say it. We are all in the same playing field. We are all in the same playing field, and we're all part of the same team. And you know, when you throw that, the, when the quarterback throw, uh, they throw the ball to the quarterback. You know, they don't throw it to the quarterback. They throw it where the quarterback is going to go. You know, that's how we support each other. Yeah. So, you know, that's how we're supposed to support each other in life. You know, just uh, one preparing for the next one, you know? Yeah, if anything, it should be more about the kids rather than uh, what elders, you know, are are so used to. Like, change is everywhere, you know? And it's, mm-hmm. To go against change is what we're seeing right now. But we're seeing changes happening. Change is happening so fast that there's, it's not. We're not in, the education system isn't even capable of keeping up, let alone our generation to generation is able to jump on. I mean, uh, the elder generation is barely making it on on this internet stuff. They're making it, but it's just it's hard. It's going for the, fast. You know, and then and then you have these millennials that are just popping up at 10, 12, 15 years old, making millions. You know, like it's insane it's world. Fast. And so yeah. now you have the the youth in adult realms. You know, making adult decisions, you know, or like what? What causes that? Life is play. That's why children are so play. They know all this, and all they do is play. Yes. But when we enforce thoughts on them, they develop an ego, and play becomes work. Who lives? You know. Mm-hmm. That's why adults are pretty miserable, and that's as simple as I think. I, I see that part of it. Mm-hmm. But as soon as uh, we develop that lifestyle, it becomes normal and. We're, I believe, we're being programmed with more toxic situations. Is becoming more normal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And even with all this fast-growing internet, who knows what it's going to be like in, you know, fifteen, twenty years. Right. And the ages and how they're and you, reacting. Right. And how do you prepare your children for these ages too? It's not all the parents not, you know, respecting kids, but it's also how do you prepare these kids when you don't know what's happening when next? When you don't know, yeah. and, and the kids are finding out before you do. Yeah. That's hard for the parents. I, and, I mean, and then the teachers in the middle of it, which is funded by the government, and we all know how the government's going. <laughs> huh. uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, the damage has been done over the decades. For sure. But, you know, this is the generation, our millennials, uh, that are, y- you, our younger millennials are the first generation that are actually being born without great-grandparents that have been in wars, you know? Yeah. So they're, uh, so they're going to be, y'all are growing up in a time where y'all don't see or, or feel that, that, um, that fear that has been dropped yeah. down from generation to generation to generation to, oh, like, I mean, to always watch your back, to always, you know, we're pretty much, par- like, drilled to be paranoid about our surroundings and stuff, just to, you know, like, just survival stuff, right? Yeah. And, and the millennials aren't risen, uh, uh, risen. they aren't um, raised in that atmosphere. They're, you know, they're raised with a lot of, a lot more, um, uh, privileges, and, or just a lot more, um, oh, yeah. privileges, a lot more, um, resources, a lot, you know, uh, things that are taken advantage, uh, taken for granted now, weren't taken for granted before. Yeah. And, um, it's just hard, because we're losing so much of our, that's one thing I'm worried about, is the survival skills. For humanity. Humanity in itself, I mean, think about it. 
if we lost internet and electricity, our bodies have been in uh, climates of cool, of AC for so long, our bodies probably can't adapt fast enough to the heat if we ever lost it. I see. So yeah. it's scary to think yeah. about that. But millennials don't think about that, you know, because it's not even a, a thought because we've always had it, you know. <laughs> but I just, I, I just see that there's just this missing, this missing middle part between like far one way and far the other. And I know the generation that's coming up is nothing like our older gener our other generations at all. And I don't know how we can prepare for them to be safe. You know, it's just interesting. I don't know. However, I'm very excited about um, all the things that are happening in our, our country though, because we are actually being becoming a lot more secure in our, our nation. Oh yeah, uh, everything that's been happening has just been growing. A lot of more people are waking up. Mm -hmm. um, and the American dream, you have to be asleep to believe that, <laughs> for the most part. Uh, yeah, because there's so much manipulation and corruption, which hopefully is starting oh, yeah. to be taken care of. I don't, um, but we'll see. Slowly but surely, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any experience with um, autism? Uh, my little brother, Nolan, has high functioning autism. I'm sure, it's high functioning. Yeah. Uh, um, but it, so, uh, when you read those, um, that I'm sorry, but when you listened to uh, that conversation, how, uh, what did you think about that? In regards, um, with your relationship and your family and how it affects uh, conversations and behaviors. I think should understand what it is and how to I mean so you think I, there's a um, gap in our understanding of autism I think so yeah mental but, health. I, but I think it's still I mean you can have just a, a, a great conversation with someone with autism but you know yeah there's somebody without autism it's, mm -hmm. people so are quick says, to dismiss it Exactly. I, I feel like they, they're so lonely, you know, um, and it's sad because they're, they're so talented. And so, you know, um, like you exactly. say, your, your, your brother has autism, so eye functioning, which means he's has um, particular interests, right? Yeah, like he'll be interested in like the Titanic for example, or trains and, and what uh, parts, stuff like, like that. Like, and how, um, how focused, how, how, or how is it different than the average person being interested in something? Oh, well, he knows all types of stuff about, stuff that I would never thought of, you know, till you even look up about the Titanic. Or, really? Or, oh yeah, he'll, he'll sit there and name off all these names of uh, boats and stuff and <laughs> I'll be like, I've never even named none of that. Really? Yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, when, cool. when he's focused on something, he'll get straight to it and stay <laughs> on it. You know, they're smart, aren't they? Oh yeah. It's oh, it, yeah. it's 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 very uh very cool having conversations. Um, yeah. Too like, like I, I get to really like grow my my uh it's almost like a a growth in my own self when I talk to different different people you know like it's just yeah I love it it's great I think it's very mis um, 
misunderstood. All mental health is misunderstood. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, and with everything going the way it's going, I don't know, I don't know, it's going so fast. I think that's what's the craziest part about it, it's going so fast, and how do we not make mistakes when it's going that fast? Yeah, it's... You know, like, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But... And with that being said, and people, and the way things are going today so fast, I just wish more people would know about or would know how different mental illnesses are. I think a lot of mental illness is being caused by society. Yeah, for I, sure. I think a lot of it is also caused by labeling and judging and by other people's non-acceptance of other of each other. Yeah. yeah. And failure to recognize that mm -hmm. we're okay. all in this together, you know? Exactly. Well, there's no, mm -hmm. there's no like, okay. I'm better than you and you're better than me. It's just we're working together to build, you know. Exactly. Well, Chance, with that note, I want to thank you for being on Taboo Shit. Thank you for and, having me. I enjoyed it. Awesome. And we will see and hear from you. Well, hear from you soon. <laughs> we will hear from you soon. So, um, take care. Have a good day. Bye, everyone. And BK's out. Chance? Bye, everyone. All right. Bye.